Trades Work, the Rocky Mountain Mechanical Contractors Association podcast starts right now. Here's your host, Dave DeVito. All right, welcome to Trades Work. This is Monica Burton. I am guest hosting this week for Dave DeVito. And I'm super excited to have a young apprentice in studio with me today. Moise is a, an apprentice at Plumbers Local 3, just down the road. Am I saying your name correctly, first yep, of all? that's okay. correct. I'm sure you get that question all <laughs> yes. the time. Well, yes, welcome do. to the studio. I'm super excited to hear from you and learn a bit more about you. Really, my goal when we do these podcasts is to learn about the human side of our trades. Who are these people? Who are the men and women who have chosen this career path? What got you here? So that's what we're going to do today. Okay. Awesome. Um, will you tell me a little bit, you are a young guy, mm-hmm. you chose the trades at a young age. Okay. What kind of made you decide to go that direction as opposed to a different direction? First of all, thank you for having me. And uh, secondly, what made me choose it is I grew up watching my dad work a lot with his hands. We grew up as refugees in a refugee camp. So he did a lot of like working with bamboos and stuff, making chairs and all these different things. So I was really interested at a very young age and I would try things like that out myself. So I kind of knew the direction I wanted to take was working with my hands. Cool. And so I went to, um, throughout high school, I took a lot of um, shop classes, I guess, and I kind of pursued welding from there. But as I was getting older, I realized, well, sometimes as a future homeowner, um, how, what can I do as a future homeowner that would also benefit me that I can use, you know, put towards my house instead of having to get, like outsource the work or whatever. And sure. for me, I narrowed it down to um, plumbing and electricity. And my brother has a bit of background in electricity. So I was like, no, nah, plumbing's a route for me. So. You're gonna you just, be a, you just be a whole family biz, right? Yeah, like pretty much. I, it was kind of accidental, but it ended up working out. Awesome. I can't skip past the fact that you lived in a refugee camp growing up. Okay. And that your dad was in a refugee camp with you. Yep. When did you come to the United States? Tell us a little bit about that. So came to the United States when I was about 11 years old, May of 2009. We lived about a year in California. Okay. Pretty much been moving my whole life. Do you speak multiple languages? First language is French. Uh, I speak Lingala also, which is a Congolese native language. Okay. You're from Congo natively? Yep. Awesome. What brought your family out here? Was it work or was it opportunity or what made you guys come to the U.S.? To the U.S., uh, we lost everything. So as refugees, you kind of, uh, when you're in a refugee camp, I guess different countries come out. And it's I guess it's whatever country you get lucky and you get taken. You go through the uh, application process and the interviews and all that. And the United States was the country that picked us. Yep. And you guys came into California. California. And how long did you stay in California? One year. Just one year. That's yep. right. And then you went to Colorado? Nebraska. Okay. Tell, walk me through the journey. California <laughs> to Nebraska. What what happened next? So California uh, work was kind of hard to find. So we knew some people that were in the refugee camp with us that had moved to Nebraska. And so my dad called up and they said, hey, there's work here. So we moved there and my dad was working at the meat plant. Okay. So we lived there for about five years, I want to say. And then from there, we came out here to Colorado for a wedding and um, we found out there was more work here and we just kind of liked it a lot better you than Nebraska. You don't come to Colorado <laughs> and not want to stay. It's awesome here. Right. Yeah, so you and your brother grew up and did probably most of your schooling in Nebraska, it sounds like. Yes. I moved uh, my junior year. Okay. And it's my brother and three sisters. Okay. Pretty big family. Seven. That is a big family. <laughs> Are your sisters in the trades as well, or did they take a different path? No. Um, the oldest is an accountant. The other one doesn't have a career choice yet. Um, working on it. Working, working on, on it. it. Yeah. So the other two girls are working on it. One wants to go. The youngest wants to go in nursing. And then my brother is a truck driver. Is he the oldest? Two boys, then the girls? No, it's all girls and then two boys. Are you the baby? Yes, I'm the baby. <laughs> I bet they love that. I bet your brother loves that. I've always wanted a younger sibling, not going to lie. <laughs> 
Well, I have four kids. If you want to borrow one and pretend they're your younger sibling, I will. I mean, I won't even rent them out. I'll just let you borrow them. It'll be that fine. works for me. It'll be awesome. So before you went into your apprenticeship, mm -hmm. obviously you started your apprenticeship pretty young. What were you doing before? Was this your first career choice? Yes, it was. Okay. Um, I did a lot of fast food. Okay. And then before the apprenticeship, I was working for a company that made light fixtures. And I was just like, this is not working out. I need a career. I need How something. did you hear about the apprenticeship? Emily Griffith's website. Okay. That's how I heard about it. I went on there. I was trying to see if there was any apprenticeship instead of me going back to school. Because when I went to Emily Griffith for plumbing, I ended up not pursuing it. So I was like, why you know, throw money if I can do an apprenticeship or something? What sets apprenticeship apart? Like, What do you think makes apprenticeship unique and was the right choice for you? What made it unique and the right choice for me was... Um, like I said, for one, when I went to school, it was just, okay, after that, I was like, I don't want to do this. But with the apprenticeship, it gives you the option to actually try it out. So it's not just you're, you going to school, but it's also you getting the hands-on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're making really good money doing yeah, you it. get so, paid to yeah, learn, right? Yeah, you're getting paid to learn. So it's like, it doesn't get any better than that and coming out of it with no debt. I mean, yeah. awesome. What about Local 3? When Local. you think about Local 3, what's the first thing that comes to your head? Do you love it? Do you have good friends there? Family. Tell me about Sean. Family. <laughs> Family is what we're all about. Honestly, um, I absolutely love it. Sean is a great guy. Definitely a lot of role models. Yeah. Yeah. Sean's cool. I have to ask about Sean because he gives us all a hard time here. He gives my <laughs> colleague Dave a hard time every day, which makes Sean <laughs> typical one of my Sean. favorites. It's typical Sean. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's the description we hear so often is this is a brotherhood. This is a sisterhood. Like yes. once you go through an apprenticeship training, like mm -hmm. these are your people. Yeah. So it's, Honestly, it's cool to hear that. It's more than just work and more than just school. It's, it's family. You're in your third year? Yes, going to my fourth. Awesome. Yep. So you turn out in one year, correct? Yes. What are you most looking forward to when you finish that last day and you turn out from your apprenticeship? What's what's top of mind? Top of mind, honestly, um, is being able to pass on what I've learned to the next generation, mm -hmm. I guess. I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to it. And also, I'm, I'm looking at hopefully, you know, doing my own thing. But I don't want to leave just yet, but I still also want to be able to do my own thing. At yep. a certain like point. run your own business? Yes, that's cool. the idea. Are you and your brother going to start a business together? Are you going to be a straight so. line plumber? you going to do it all? Hopefully so. We can do a little bit of uh, electricity and plumbing together. You guys take over the MEP trades? That's a goal. All right. I'll, I'm going to watch for it. I'm I'll conquer. hire you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Come out and conquer. Yes. During your apprenticeship over the last three years, you've probably gotten to work on a lot of different projects. Yes. What's I been have. the most exciting project? What's been the most fun? It was a recent one. Uh, we did, um, what was it called? I think the Zap project. It was out in Littleton. It, it's um, for basically like a, this new technology for cancer patients. Cool. And we got to be a part of that. We didn't really get to do much of the machine side, but just, you know, being par part of the facility and seeing that come in and just, you know, what it's going to do for cancer patients is yeah. amazing. So did you guys plumb that facility? Yes, we did. That's it was, awesome. It was really very great. Cool. How yeah. long were you out there? I was out there. It wasn't a very long project because it was just like this small room. Yep. Since um, it's like maybe four in the whole entire U.S. or world or something like that, a machine. That's super yeah, cool. So. When people don't think about that, we talk yeah. about this a lot on our podcast when you talk about being a plumber and what mm -hmm. it's like to be a professional plumber. They're not thinking about plumbing these awesome facilities that are going to like save kids' lives. Right. That's not what people no. are visualizing. That's not even what I visualized before I got in. So. What did you visualize? cleaning people's toilets <laughs> and sinks and stuff like that yeah that's what i always say it's not toilets and sinks it's no. more than toilets and sinks yes definitely so, true. Is. so as you look at your career path do you feel like you're able to make an impact on the community like that job is a good example yes i do um we with the company i'm with we get to do a lot of hospitals and schools so yeah i feel like you know i can drive by somewhere and say hey you know what <laughs> 
we remodeled that bathroom, you know. Yeah, and, I did this. I did this. I did that. And stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like that's a huge impact. Yeah, people might not know that I was a part of that. But just knowing that, hey, you know what, they're going to have a better bathroom by the time they come off summer break, you know, or, you know, they're going to have a nicer hospital room or something like that. It yep. just makes me happy. Well, and the level of technology in the skilled trades is so different yes. now than it was even like 10 years ago. Like, I'm sure your dad's experiences were probably very different than yours. I'm sure, yeah. The level of computer technology mm-hmm. and some of the BIM design and things that go into plumbing and pipe fitting. Right. It's not It's not just a hands-on job. Right. No, it's not. Um, a lot changes, a lot, you know, there's a lot of improvements, I guess, with every year and, and things like that. So and another good thing about it is, you know, you, you'll keep learning. You, you, you can never yep. learn enough. It's, it's like life, you know, in general. You, you just keep learning every day and with every project you come across. So it's really awesome. Outside of your on-the-job training, what's your favorite class you've taken through My your favorite class? I'll say the math class. I was going to say, I know it's math. Uh, it's math class, yeah. Um, just because I started out in a, um, in a shop. So in the shop, I didn't really understand like the lot, the math, like the math part of it just didn't really make too much sense because it was like what you're doing in the shop, you're comfortable, everything's there, you don't understand the offsets and all these things, and then went out to the field and it's like oh now I can finally put all this together now everything it. makes sense yeah so I was really excited to take it again because you get math first year and I believe your third year okay yeah what's been your least favorite class if there's one you wish you could skip if there's one I wish I could skip oh man I hate to do this I won't less. tell your instructor I would hate to do this less but um. <laughs> Actually, refrigeration. Yeah? Yeah. Not a fave? Not a fave. It's a good class to have, definitely, you know, because of how the trades are evolving, but not a fave. Not as fun. No, I was really stressing for that class. When you start your own business Mm -hmm. in a few years, after you've been out in the field for a while, Mm -hmm. what are some of the big projects you hope to do? Like, would you like to do, like, another big hospital? Would you like to do, like, state government buildings? Like, what's the dream job? Oh, state government. I haven't gotten to do that yet. I would love to do a state government building. We'll just have you totally replumb the whole capital. Yes, please. Let's do it. <laughs> please, future president. Remember, this is Moise. <laughs> remember, this is Moise. <laughs> you heard this. it first here, friends. <laughs> that is awesome. What else should people know when they're thinking about joining the trades and they're thinking about what they want to do? Mm-hmm. What would you tell someone who's considering an apprenticeship? What would I tell them? I would tell them this is definitely the way to go because it's it's more than a job. Honestly, it's something, it's a passion, you know. If you have a passion and and you know in working with your hands and things like that and helping giving back in a certain way to your community it, because not only you're also giving back but you're also doing something that benefits you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say I recommend this because you're not only going to make friends along the way but you're going to have family. I mean, you can start here and move to a completely different country and you will still have these connections. You'll still have these people that are willing, yep. you know, to help you. And there's re- very awesome people that are willing to help you all along the way. So. I say do it. Honestly, it's a way to go. And again, no debt. Think about that. No debt. That's a big <laughs> no <win>. debt. <laughs> well, and like you said, when if you go somewhere else, you still mm-hmm. have these people, you but you also people. still have these skills. Yes, exactly. These skills are transferable no matter where you go. Right. You know, so it's 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 really awesome. I, I definitely recommend it to anyone and, and everyone, honestly. Absolutely. If you hadn't gone down this path, if you hadn't decided to start an apprenticeship mm-hmm. and you could do anything else in the world, what would you have done? What would I have done? I've always wanted to be an engineer. I don't know why, but I've always loved it. Just, you know, using my brain and being able to figure things out. Because it's also another way, you know, it contributes basically to what we do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, and you'll get to work with a ton of engineers and you're the math guy. So. I, I think I am. You never know. You never know. <laughs> yes. You don't know too. you get down, you know. That's awesome. What are your, aside from starting your own business, mm-hmm. maybe in Colorado, maybe somewhere else. Mm-hmm. 
What are your plans? Do you want to stay here in Colorado? Do you want to see the world? What What's next for you? Funny you ask that. I'm actually moving this summer to Kentucky. Okay. So, uh, but I definitely want to travel the world. I mean, being that I moved here from Africa, I've always wanted to travel. And I, like I said, I've moved, I've moved my whole life in Africa. I lived in three different countries. Okay. Here, I'm like, Kentucky is going to be my fourth state. So, I, yeah, I definitely want to travel the world. What's taking you to Kentucky? What is taking me to Kentucky is uh, we went out last, last summer for a vacation. And we absolutely fell in love with it. It's green. Is this it's, what it's, you do? You just go on vacation and find a new <laughs> yeah, home? Yeah, it's it's green. It's beautiful. Um, I have people that I grew up, you know, in the refugee camps and stuff with mm-hmm. out there, too, that are pretty much family. So how will that work for the last year of your apprenticeship? Will you I'm finish transferring. here? Transfer to another year Yeah, I'm in transferring Kentucky? for my fourth year there. Okay. And actually, I think I got two more years because ours is five-year program. Five years. Okay. Yeah. Well, and that's something people don't know either is yeah. you can, there's locals all over the country. Yes, there is. You can transfer somewhere else and finish your program and you won't have lost a beat. No, no, you won't. It's a loss for us here. I Who mean, am I going to hire? I mean, I can always drive back. I'll just come back. <laughs> You'll just go on vacation. And yeah. Call and <laughs> My brother will be here. So your he brother will be here running work. the electrical business. Yeah. He'll be out there. Out there. Yeah. Is your whole family going? The whole family Aside is from your going. brother? Aside from my brother and my sister. Okay. Yep. And they're staying in Colorado. Your sister's in Colorado. Uh, one of them, yes. The youngest. So my brother's married and the, young, the youngest of the girls is married too. Okay. Yeah. So they're both staying out here. Any plans to go back and visit Africa? Yes. Very soon, hopefully. It's it's not cheap. But no, it's That's not. what's holding me back. It's, it's definitely not cheap. Have you gone back since you moved here? I have not yet. I'm hoping to. Very that, would be, that would be amazing. I, I have buy a house first and have my business going. And Baby steps. Yes, it, it is. But All the things. So in five years, mm-hmm. if I were to interview you again, you would maybe be in Kentucky, right? running your own business, mm-hmm. plumbing the state capitol building or other really large projects, okay. and yep. on your way to your next vacation to Africa, right? Yes. Anything yes. else that's on your bucket list in the next five years? Buy a home. I want a house. I'm tired of paying rent. That's very smart. Yeah, I'm that's ready. a good plan. I think you're on the right path. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. It's been so great having you on. I love getting to learn a little bit about folks, especially I will say you are probably the youngest apprentice we've interviewed and one of the only who started into their apprenticeship pretty much first thing. Mm -hmm. Didn't go down a different path first, like knew this was where you wanted to go. So it's it's always interesting for me to see the different backgrounds that people come from. And we have people who served in the military for 10 years prior to starting apprenticeship or raised a family prior to starting an apprenticeship. So it really is all walks of life. It works really well for a lot of people. And like you said, you get paid to learn and you come out with no debt. So you can't really beat that. No, you can't. Thank you so much. Um, We really appreciate having you on the show and I look forward to, to hearing from you in five years. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Tradeswork is a production of the Rocky Mountain Mechanical Contractors Association. For more information about our organization, please visit rmmca.org.